Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to an episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Well, guys, according to the social media world, we are in the midst of a social media Facebook apocalypse. And at the time of this recording, the entire marketing world has been turned up on its head saying Facebook is dying and everything is awful. And I think that it's just a lot of craziness personally. And I have my own personal opinions. I'm sure we will get into on the show today, but the timing for this episode couldn't be more perfect. I have Kate Boyd on the, on the horn today, and she's going to be talking with us about social media click funnels. And this is going to be a huge way for us to use social media, including our Facebook pages to get those sales conversions. Kate has raised seven figures in revenue for nonprofit organizations through power of messaging, copywriting, and marketing. She's built a successful online passive income, digital product-based business that has brought over $40,000 in two years while only working seven hours per month through consistent and valuable communication on her side of her day job. So Kate, are you ready for the Facebook apocalypse? (laughs) I do feel ready for the Facebook apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know before we dive into specifically about the ClickFunnels, what are your thoughts on Facebook's announcement recently to essentially focus more on person-to-person engagement and less on businesses in the newsfeed? I think a couple of things. One, I think every year there's a freak out on some channel, right? And we're all still around, we're all still in business and we're, we're fine. Right. So I think that's sort of the first thing just to remember that this is cyclical. They're always changing algorithms, even when they don't tell you that they're changing algorithms. So you've already been affected and you will continue to be affected. And I think that's a, the importance of having a place of your own, but B, it just means we have to continue to go with, to shift with the times. Right. And so That's the first thing. I think the second thing is that for a long time, we've, when we use social media personally, we do keep it really personal. But for some reason, when we start using it for business, we start thinking of it as more of a broadcast tool when really it should still be thought of as that engagement and expression tool for the voice of your brand and to build those relationships with people you know, using those posts and things like that. So if you do that um, and really encourage engagement and give value and talk to your people or have your people visiting and clicking and engaging with your posts, then you're fine anyway. And that's always been the case. Like even when everyone, I feel like every year is like Facebook is only pay to play, right? And sure, that's the case if you're not good at engaging on your page. But if you're good at engaging on your page, you get a lot of free organic engagement so your people can see all of your posts. Plus, when you want to do advertising, you've got a huge retargeting base then that you know becomes easy and your pay-to-play is actually cheaper. So, And all you have to do is just be a person rather than – or treat – your business voice as a person versus, you know, just like 
this mass conglomerate that just needs to like shoot out its stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. And, you know, I know that we'll have to make adjustments as marketers, especially and educators to our, the businesses that we work with for sure. But I, you know, I have my thoughts and I did a video about it. Like, yes, it's a big change. Yes. It's going to probably have some initial negative, you know, repercussions as people who weren't paying attention or just don't know, or just keep doing what they always do. Um, I think the thing I'm a little bit most disappointed about is how they're going to devalue video. According to all the stuff I read, I, I'm not sure if you saw any of that, which I thought was really interesting considering how they're like, video is life. So, but. Well, but they're pushing live video. So it's not all video. And if your video gets a lot of engagement, then it won't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're still going to have the viral videos and the snippets and things like that, that we see all the time. So it's just a matter of creating better videos. Yes. Then that's true too. And I think that it's going to require people to do things they're not super comfortable with. And I think this might be maybe um, a more self-conscious person or older business owners that are just having a hard time with getting in front of that camera and, we talk about this a lot on the show and I talk about a lot on my YouTube channel that, you know, you just kind of have to unfortunately get over it. And I kind of feel like if you network in person, like if you face to face network in person, being on camera should not be any different for you. So I, I know when I record my videos, I have like a person I'm talking to, like I'll literally be like, Hey, Alan, we're having a conversation right now. and I'll just talk to them, you know? And so I think that that just makes it so much easier. So I agree with you 100%. So in the midst of the Facebook apocalypse and just social media in general, tell us, tell us what a social media click funnel is. I think to get started on since our, our listeners are more basic, boring, everyday businesses that everyone needs. What, what is a social media click funnel? So a social media, so I call it my content funnel because when we think about how people become customers and clients, we always talk about the no like, and trust factors, right? We always hear those. And so um, what I found was that, you know, whether it was through email or through social media, like a lot of people say, well, I don't really get clients from social media. It's when I talk to them one-on-one, like in a message or an email, or some people only get clients from email. And I was finding that I was sort of getting clients from all of those things. And so it made me go, why is it that like my Instagram is one of my number one sources of clients, whereas nobody, everybody else has from people that I'd never even seen their names, right? They were sort of lurking in the background. They weren't people that I saw all the time um, that were super engaged in different things, but they would pop up on my discovery call calendar. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should talk to, you know, obviously I need to talk to this person. And then they would convert into clients because they had followed me for a little bit. And so it made me really go back and say, what is it about my social media? What is it that I'm communicating that maybe other people aren't communicating? And it comes down to a couple of things. One, I think engagement is key still, and that's just to be seen, right? But I think the other part is that once you're seen, those other posts need to say something about your brand, need to walk people through those levels of know, like, and trust so that even when they just follow you for a couple of months on social media, 
They know what you're about. They know if they like you and they know that if they come up with a need for what you have, that you're the person that they're going to turn to. And that just sort of became the story of what I did. So I actually developed it into a framework that I call the content funnel, um, which actually puts different types of content within each of those levels, the know, like, and trust so that you have a good idea of what types of content to be able to post in order to get in order to build that holistic view and that relationship with you. So are you able to walk us through maybe what a, a sample post into a funnel looks like? Sure. So at so like I said, there's like the three levels. So first is the no level, right? So these are things that are searchable, shareable, or engaging. Um, so a searchable post And it doesn't have to actually be searchable, but it's one of those things where it's a question that they are like that they would Google the answer to, right? That they're actually actively seeking the answer to on social media, on Pinterest, on wherever, and you give them the answer. So it also hits a couple of that also hits a trust category, but something that's easy to find. So people think about that in terms of say Pinterest or blogging, they don't necessarily think about the way that they do it. And the other element to that is that you're using the words that they would actually use. A lot of us sit in our expert seat. And so we use the expert words and we don't translate that to our audience's words. So you need to have searchable things around that. Um, Shareable. So these are like the inspirational things, the viral things the things that maybe are a little bit less related to your brand, but do tie in in some way that people are like, Ooh, this is fun. I want to share this or, Ooh, I agree with this or disagree with this. They sort of start a conversation or are easy or an easy decision to say like, you know, double tap on Instagram because they're easy to like, right. Or people will share them and that brings other people into the conversation. It leverages their audience. So that's the second one. And then the third one in the, in the no tier is engagement content. So stuff that it's basically just questions that really just asks people different things that is there specifically to engage people. And so if you start there, then you're actually starting the conversation. And if you have people engaging, you're more likely to be recommended to people like those people. You're more likely to be pushed out in like their newsfeed as someone as like a brand that maybe they should, that you should look at because your friends have all had commented on this post things of that nature. So it really triggers the algorithm to have these different things so that people can search for you and find for you. Um, They see your stuff shared or they see their friends engaging. And so that just brings awareness to who you are. Then the next level of that would of course be the like level. So in this one, the goal is to, is twofold. It's one to attract the right people to make them go deeper and to repel the wrong people. So all those people that just found you, we want them to know pretty quickly if they're your people or they're not your people. So if they are, that's why we use things like positioning content. So this is more controversial. This is very niche specific. This is this is the problem that I solve, the one thing I want to be known for. And this is the unique way that I do that. And this is what I don't like about what other people say. If you bring that to the forefront, then people are very much like, great, I love this girl and what she's talking about. Or no, that's not it. <laughs> that's not for me. I'm just going to go ahead and unfollow. Um, another level of this is the story element. So getting to know you more personally or what you've been through, or even just the way that you're able to teach through story. So really, this is like the more personal side of you. 
to get to know you as a person. And then the third level of that is personality. So things like, and this isn't necessarily a type of post, but it's something you should bring in across the board as far as like, you know, if you're the playful one, or if you like to curse a lot, or if you're super academic or super serious, these are all different types of personalities that people are attracted to. And you want people to end up on your calendar or to end up in your customer base, even your email list, right? That that like the way that you present information and not just the information that you present. And because that's what branding is, right? And so we want to make sure that they're on board with your brand as well, because then they're more likely to be like super bought in. And then they're more likely to stick with you for longer than just to get their need, their initial need met, which is important for the lifetime of our business. So you want to make sure that you are bringing your personality into it. And then of course, the third level is the trust level. So we're talking about things that are transformation-driven content. So things that help them make little shifts, quick wins that help them to actually like get little results for them. They can be belief shifting. So things that help them have a new perspective on something or see what they were missing, which is of course transformation-driven, but sometimes it's not the actual action they need to take. It's what they believe about the right action or what they believe the right action is um, that needs to be adjusted. So what needs to be there? And then of course the social proof. So showing that you're a person who gets results and that can be through story and client stuff as well, but really just showing all that. And if you have all those no like and trust elements, and then you add in elements of, you know, get on my email list or here's what I have for sale, then people are much more likely to jump in because they have that whole picture of you. That sounds perfect and fantastic. And I think that really ties into what we talk about a lot on the show, which is you really just have to be yourself and tell your story for sure on a regular basis, <laughs> kind of over and over again. So people remember who you are and what you're about. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So within your no like and trust funnel, what sort of systems or tools do you advise need to be implemented? Like, you know, is there like a specific landing page or or a specific email thing you're supposed to, like what are the things you have in place to make the funnel effective? Well, I think the first is just having a plan and an effective content plan. So you know what you're going to share and then you can bring in elements of all of these into that topic, into that approach. So Um, I mean, I use something as simple as a Google spreadsheet for this, or I arrange it in Asana, which is my project management system, so that I know that. And, And I think the second thing you need is a solid creation system. So for me, that means I create a blog post or a video, and then I 
break it up and I take elements of that and break it out into this. And that's what becomes my social media for the week. So it doesn't, so that I'm not like still piecing everything together or spending hours and hours doing things. I'm writing one piece of content, it gets broken up and it gets shared. And so it only takes a few hours a week to get everything that I need done, including emails and things like that, um, all the way out through scheduling. So that's something that's important. Um, and then of course, you know, if you want to be able to automate things, you might need a scheduler, um, a social media scheduler, something like a smarter queue or a meet Edgar could be good. Cause then you could actually arrange them in these content buckets and just have them scheduled out to go whenever you need to. And I, as far as like how to get people on your email list, I've got tools that I prefer, but anything that you would normally use, like I use lead pages and active campaign for my email. So it just becomes a really it sort of just fits whatever tools that you have. And the, and the goal of this is really to get people to know you through social media itself so that you can get customers and clients from there. But of course, inviting them to take the relationship deeper through your email list and all of that, where you may have a specific sales funnel is also very appropriate. And so any of the tools that you would typically use for that um, would fit this too. Awesome. Yeah. I love lead pages. I think lead pages is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm in the midst of doing a YouTube video series and I'm creating like a checklist, a free handout to go with every video. And I've been getting a lot of use out of my lead pages lately. So I, I love that you use it too. (laughs) Uh So to kind of wrap up here, because I do know that we both have lots going on today. What do you advise for people to get started? I mean, obviously the first thing is you just have to start. And I'm I'm agree with you 100%. You got to have a plan. And, and having a system in place. So you have a plan and you have the, the lead capture system. Mm-hmm. What do you think is just the next thing to do to make this effective? Like we have a funnel. What, what, what is left? What do we need to do to make this the best, most effective way for it to work? I think we need to make sure, and this goes back to the beginning of the conversation, right? That every piece does have an engagement element so that we um, are making sure that more people see it, more people engage with it. I think the other thing is not being afraid to break it up into different media types. So say you create a blog post right now, everything's about live video, right? So get on live and talk about the thing that you wrote a blog post about. You know, you don't have to create new information or you're using something that Facebook and Instagram are going to push out to their people. You can do the same thing with say Instagram stories or Snapchat or Facebook stories. Now, you know, do the same thing, pop on there, give a tip at a time in those 15 seconds. And so you're using the technology that they are really pushing out, which is like, So one way to survive any algorithm change is just use the new feature that they put out because they will push that out to as many people as possible. So be an early adopter and just like take the content that you create and translate it into different media so that you're getting the reach that you're looking for. Otherwise, I would just say, you know, look at making sure that you're speaking your audience's language is really important. Again, taking off the expert hat and putting on the audience hat and going, what, what were the words that I used when I before I even knew what any of this was that I was looking for. How are people looking for it? There are lots of tools for that. And and just making sure that you are always in touch with your audience. Um, and then, of course, having a follow-up system, follow-up something, right? Whether that's weekly emails that are maybe, maybe they're just your blog posts that you push out, but making sure that you 
are consistently communicating with the people that you bring over to your list or making sure that you are constantly that you have things scheduled for your social media, all of that will really help to bring people in and make sure that that relationship continues to be nurtured even once they are part of your core tribe. Yeah. It sounds like also you would suggest to people that they use multiple platforms for communication. We've talked about writing a blog. We've talked about posting to Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure we've also mentioned Twitter. Um, also making sure you have like an email. What, I mean, obviously I, I agree that you need to be on multiple platforms, but what do you think are like bare minimums? Like at the very least, you've got to be doing these things on these places. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't think blog, unless you're utilizing Pinterest really heavily, I don't think blogs are quite as important as you, as they once were, though they are good for search engine optimization. And of course, Pinterest. So if you're utilizing that as a, as a platform, that's a great thing. But you're also, if you're creating consistently, you might as well have a place where all this hangs out. So I'd start with a blog because it's easier for me to create a cohesive piece. I think there's danger in only building a platform or building up an audience on one platform because what if one of them folds or disappears or, you know, Zuckerberg decides to just like give it all up and shut everything down one day? Probably not likely, but we've seen lots of new things start and flame out, right? And so it's always good to sort of have like one main community that you want to build on a social media channel, but have at least one supplemental. And it can be repurposed stuff. It can be the same content on a different platform. That's totally fine. And then email list is always going to be where I advocate that people really build a community um, or build their audience and bring them in because you control that more than anything else. And it's the, while there are some things that, you know, affect its effectiveness and deliverability and all that, the factors are far less than any other algorithmic thing. And so you definitely want to have a home base to bring people to you. So where you should show up depends on your audience, but I would say at least two social media channels definitely have an email list. And if you're creating all that content, you might as well have a home base, like a blog to put it on, which can just be an add on to your website, but you don't have to. Awesome. So any final thoughts or wrap ups that you think that, you know, we need to know about click funnels and social media and all that kind of stuff? I mean, I think the main thing to remember is that you're just a human talking to other humans. So if you think about it that way and you start thinking about how you actually relate to people in real life and bring that into how you use social media, you'll be in a great spot. So if that had any sort of like thing that sort of puts a bow on all of this, that's what it would be is just, you know, be a human <laughs> and and treat them like humans because we start to start see them as customers, but behind those customers are just humans looking for a problem to be solved in their lives. Yes. Be human. Who knew that it would be so simple, right? <laughs> be yourself. So awesome. All right, Kate, how can people find you and follow you on social? Yes. So my website, my company is Cobblestone Creative Co. And so you can find me at cobblestonecreativeco, that's co.com. That's where I am on Facebook as well, how you can find me and on Instagram at cobblestonecreative.co. Awesome. Well, guys, if you want to know more about ClickFunnels or just to follow someone that lives the human to human life, make sure you go check out Kate. And thank you again for listening. And thank you again for being on the show, Kate. I just... I feel like there was just so much knowledge and helpful information in your talk. So I really thank you for giving us the time today. Thanks for having me. 
right, guys. And until next week, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.